Hello and welcome to Still Got Legs, a Doctor Who rewatch podcast brought to you by another Happy Studios. The pit is open and the devil is free. Probably too much of a gap there. Hello, welcome back to Still Got Legs, everyone's favourite podcast about Doctor Who, where we watch Doctor Who and then talk about Doctor Who. My name is Nathan Bauer. I'm joined by Lawrence Thomas. Hi, C. Hello. Hello. Nothing? No, no, no insulting to me? Nothing? No, that's only another happy pod. Oh, true. It all blends here. Oh, we mates in this one. It all blends together eventually. I'm like, I can't remember if Nathan's nice to me in this one or not. I forget the dynamic. No, it is true. They do blend together. I feel like we often reference jokes on different podcasts. And then, like, if you listen to one but not the other, like, it's got to be like, what the fuck are these idiots on about now? Like, yeah. It's like you. It's like watching a show, mm-hmm. but, like, you skip an episode, but then you just have the exposition. You're like, I kind of get it but maybe i need a little bit of help getting there well the quick fix to that is to listen to burphy dickhead anyway um welcome to you and to oh, all <laughs> we've changed it we're doing a you netflix podcast now we're re-watching you you ever seen you no literally never it's not bad first season was all right you'll watch you but you won't watch stranger things no i, I no right hear me literally out. i have the only reason to things. have netflix Look, I've watched Stranger Things 1 to 3, just not 4. Even more baffling. Yeah, I understand it's an odd viewing practice. <laughs> you haven't watched the best season of Stranger... First of all, Stranger Things is the only thing worth watching on Netflix, and you haven't watched the best season of the show. So I... you've just you've watched something good, but then just decided not to watch the best of it. Well, I didn't know it was the best of it. I have no way of knowing, because I haven't seen it. See, see what I'm getting at? Also, Better Call Saul was on Netflix, so you watch your tongue when you talk about the best it's thing not a Netflix. Netflix. It's not a Netflix original. Mm, fine. I'll accept so, it. Wait, I think Better the, Call Saul might be. No, it's not. It's 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 licensed. It's, it's, uh, it airs on AMC, and then it's like, it's not on Netflix in the US. It's only because we don't have AMC here in the UK. We are we are the only rewatch podcast show where like a minute in and we've spoken about like five other shows that aren't the show we talk about. Yeah, and also Stranger Things is better than Better Call Saul. Um, oh, I think you're gonna hurt me. <laughs> so, I don't care. It's true. It's true. Don't know about this. Well, I do, and it is true. Um, welcome for the third time to this show, <laughs> the Satan Pit. The second part of the two-parter. Um, where did we leave off last week? It was we week. left off with me pulling up the schedule, uh, the <laughs> spreadsheet, so I can tell you that The Satan Pit is actually written by Matt Jones and directed by James Strong, just as uh, the previous episode was, which makes sense because it's a two-parter. I can't believe we left up on that fact last week. <laughs> what what a bizarre thing for you to mention at the end of the show. Yep. Um, <clears throat> so it goes. Uh, so last week we left up. The Ood have um, the devil has kind of taken over the form of the Ood, and through their shared consciousness, they're all creeping up on some of the team. 
uh, and the one man with a gun is like, should I shoot them? And then it ends there. The 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 the, the pit itself actually opens up, and the doctor's like, that's a big hole. And then cliffhanger. Yeah, that's that's how it ended. It is true. I tell you what, it <laughs> it's we'll get to the guy with the gun, but it is a real kind of refreshing. You know, we've spoken about the Doctor Who cliffhangers and how so often it's just manufactured to be like, it's a two-parter, check out next week. And how it almost always opens with like the Doctor using the Sonic or the Doctor using a thing to like get him out of the quick trouble. How like the cliffhanger is immediately resolved. It's nice in this one that the the cliffhanger is not resolved through any Sonic or any like gizmo or whatever. It's just a man shooting a bunch of Ood and being like, we're fine now for a minute. So what you're saying is you enjoy the fact that the oh, no, don't opens do with a man just gunning down the slave race that is the Ood. <laughs> that, so that, that, I just want to be, make it clear here. That's that's what you enjoy. This is, is, the, po- this is the podcast where we're friends, is it? Is, is that the one? <laughs> well, that's what you just said. Those were I your words. I don't enjoy the fact. You did say you enjoyed it. <laughs> I said it's refreshing which I now see is arguably worse. <laughs> yeah. But the point I'm making is it, it's it they are they are the embodiment of a threat. They are not themselves. And everyone else in the episode can accept that, Nathan. I don't know why you can't. So the slave race <laughs> no, killing you, their you killing their Killing their owners and masters doesn't sit right with Lawrence. It's not them doing it, though, is it? It's the devil. So fuck off. Oh, interesting nah. revelations. I, I just, I saw like a, it. Do you know, I saw a glint in your eye. I just, like, <laughs> I finished up that sentence and I saw you go, oh, I can get him here. It's true. Fuck you. <laughs> um, I didn't like it, Lawrence, because I'm not evil. Um, Fair enough. So there we go. I got I got no further comments on that now. I'm not going to throw myself under any more buses for you. You say the um the these episodes will usually like two parts and stuff will usually end or start with the doctor using the sonic. I don't think that's true. I think that's a lie. Um but also um the doctor doesn't use the sonic once throughout this whole two part episode. Oh that's actually true, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, no sonic screwdriver. Not even to like scan a reading or something. He use he holds it in the beginning of the first episode when the Yuda coming towards him and Rose has got the chair. Um, yes, but other than that, it's not in use. Oh. so there you go. That is interesting. So you're always complaining about the uh, the the Sonic X Machina, as you call it. Well, and, and, and to, to be clear, that's why it was refreshing. What I spoke about. Not oh, the, the other thing reasons. you didn't even think about until I just mentioned. <laughs> no, 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 I did think about it. That was what was subconsciously going on in my mind. Well, you sounded quite surprised about it, though. You no, sounded, I don't think it sounded so. like you hadn't thought of that. Depending on who edits this, I didn't sound like that at all. Well, I, I'm editing. No, no, so. you have a week off this week. I'll edit it. <laughs> okay. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, 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 you said it now. You said <laughs> it. won't be you. Thank you for this gracious week off. Um, <laughs> <Fuck's sake. clears throat> Do you know what my next note is strategy nine seems mysterious, and then it turns That's out that's be... your next note. No, no, no. As in, like, because they start talking about it early on. They like it. No, it's in like the first scene. They're like strategy nine, and he's like, "Yeah, I agree." I feel like that's halfway through the episode. It's not. It's in the. F- 
I don't want to ask you to check the tape because we might end up watching through the whole half episode. I'll check the tape. <laughs> but, no, but what I'm, I, basically what I'm saying is I'm, I'm just now anxious to bring up any other point where the main strategy is to starve the Ood of oxygen and just fuck them out into space. Why do you want to talk about that? No, because that's, that's, that's what happens. But I'm not going to bring it up now because now you're going to be like, oh, Lawrence likes it when slaves are starved of oxygen or something. You just said you wanted to talk about that. No, I don't. <laughs> I just I find it strange that there's a strategy in place for it. Is my point? Yeah, it is pretty strange to be fair. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's the fault of that ethics man. You you just know it. Yeah, that actually. Yeah, I never thought about that. That is quite hard because surely they never foresaw this happening. They never <laughs> foresaw the Ood's been taken over by the devil um, and and needing to evacuate them. What are strategies one through eight? That's what I was just thinking. There has to be other horrific inhumane, torturous methods of killing the Ood. You'd imagine strategy one is just bullet to the head. Yeah, they, well, he does do strategy one then, doesn't he? Mm. But maybe it's not Ood Well, no, it is. It is. They, well, they're, they... they're the only people that go with him, though, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah. Strange. Yeah. How many do you reckon it stops at nine? Probably ten, even number. I don't know. I don't care, to be honest. I don't want to talk about this anymore. Fair. <laughs> what do you want to talk about? I want to talk about... Um, so a note I have here is the Ood on the security camera was very creepy. This episode was really well shot. Lots of... Mm. Um, I talked about it last week, the kind of horror factor of it all. And this week um, continued it quite well. Um, and there's the moment where the Ood is like possessed and shit and they're talking on the camera and the picture's quite bad it's grainy it's fuzzy it's it's colorless it's just all like a bit fuzzy and shit and it looks good it's like it's just well done it's a good creep factor yeah they do Blair when... witch style but that yeah yeah that's true mm. when they do lean into that we've always spoken about we're fans of that when they lean into the more creepy aspect of it like especially in this era of Doctor Who, where it like it is so unapologetically cheesy with like some horror sound effects, like some little what are they, what are those little um, like the droning, the horror drones. Do you know? Do you know the ones I mean? No. Where like something would be horror like, drone? The, well, the dog, not like an actual drone, <laughs> like, like an actual drone flying around the Doctor, like a sound effect where like the Doctor's talking and then like underneath you can just hear like like a little sound effect, just a little creepy noise. All I can think about is the um, the Gordon Ramsay violin noise. What the fuck? What? The Gordon Ramsay violin. What's the Gordon Ramsay violin? You know, like on like Kitchen Nightmares and shit, where it's like... That, it's that, like that, in that, all... That's it. That's what I'm talking about. Is it? No, it's like in... Surely not. It's in like all reality shows where it's just like... Yeah, just, like it... it just... It's a good way to imagine tension when it's not actually there. Yeah, but that that's kind of what I mean, but like not to that exaggerated sense. Like if that if, if that on a sound effect level is a ten, then they're going at like four. But it's just nice there's a bit of sound design in this to keep the creep factor up. Yeah. <laughs> that You broke that... my chicken. <laughs> See that guy on TikTok, I can't remember. Where's his name. the fucking lamb sauce? <laughs> Sorry, Jeff. Yeah. Um yeah. No it, it... <laughs> I feel like you're just going to have that now ready. I'm not. One guy on TikTok. 
the guy on TikTok who like does parodies of all the Kardashian shows. Oh yes, yes. I, yeah. I think it's a pair. It's two of them, isn't it? Is that is there two of them? Yeah, there's a there's two people. I think they're maybe siblings. I don't know, but yeah, two of them. Yeah, good. They're stuff. very good. Yeah. yeah, they did a music video. It was like a 1999 style music video. It was quite funny. I don't know what that is. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> what are we waffling about? I don't know, Lawrence. Um, let's go back to the episode. Yeah, yeah we can do. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what have I got? I like it when the Doctor has a companion of the week. Um, like uh, we saw it with Mrs. Moore. We saw what? No, I'm just making faces. Go on. Well, don't make faces if you don't want me to bring it up. What's the face? <laughs> just go on. <laughs> we saw it with Mrs. Moore. We see it this week with Ida. Like, I like it when the Doctor is just like, it's not that Rose isn't there, it's that Rose is doing her own thing and the Doctor, like, just gets to chat with someone for a bit. Because his role is in this is essentially chatting with someone and then he squares up to the devil. Um, but yeah, he no, pretty cool. Himself. Yeah, yeah, I like it too. Well, it's pretty okay. I, to be honest, I have no strong feelings about it either way. Um, but it's fine. I don't hate it, I guess. It's, but there's, Actually, have no, like... I hate it. You hate it? No, I'm just making oh. drama for no reason. Do the sound effect. No, it's off. Oh. <laughs> that was manufactured tension. I'd have to load YouTube back up and everything. Fair. Uh, no, but it's, it's nice. You have the, like, I like their whole conversation about how, like... Yeah, I was they're... joking. It's fine. Yeah. But yes, but I'm now going on to something. Oh, I like I like them like they have a whole conversation about the doctor's not sure whether it like is a is the the devil, the devil or whatever and like how that's kind of more of a concept than an actual embodiment of something and then he's like I really want to be the doctor here and go down this hole and see what's going on but the devil plays on temptation and maybe that's exactly what it wants me to do. I do um, like the idea of a a true devil, like a mm. sort of like all these religions and all these cultures and all this sort of stuff, they all have like a basic concept of the devil. They all have some version of it. So where did that concept come from? What what started it all? I like the idea behind that, you know, whether... He's, he says like, I'm all of them at some point, doesn't he? Yeah, he does. Yeah. Which, you know, and... It, the the episode is pretty ambiguous as to whether like it's actually like the devil or not, but you know it's it's an interesting idea that like this is what started the myth. This is the creature that mm. inspired all these. Well, not inspired the religions, but like the religions take their uh, for one of a better word antagonist from. So yeah, no, it's uh, I think yeah I do think it is quite an, it's an interesting idea and it is interesting to see everyone. Like, I don't think there's any majorly strong, like, kind of religious things being tossed about here other than an actual no. devil being there. Um, no, it's way more about, religion. like, the concept and the existence of it. There's talk of religion, yeah, but there's not actual religious themes at play. Not really. Um, yeah. It's kind of like dragons. Have you heard this thing about dragons? Dragons in general? Yeah. Like, I can't say I have. Like, if you, like, took... I heard that, well, I say this is true. I, I saw it on a TikTok, so I don't know how accurate it is. But Was it I Gordon Ramsay's TikTok? No, it wasn't. Um, it, it, it seems pretty reputable. But anyway, um, it said, like, if you took, like, a whole bunch of babies 
and put them on like a deserted island somewhere. You're laughing. Stop laughing. You put them on a deserted island somewhere and just let them form a civilization at some point, and you isolate that civilization, at some point over the next however many thousand years, that civilization would develop, and at some point they would come up with the concept of dragons. Every single civilization has has one interpretation, one concept of dragons, and in, and civilizations that have never crossed paths and never met and never interacted. Somehow they all have one version of dragons, at least. Oh, you're going to melt my brain because that both makes sense and also is unfathomable. Like, how would you just come up with it? But but they have like it's it's some like genetic memory maybe fuck knows what it actually is but there's something about the human psyche that wants to make dragons because like i i I know there's there's this whole theory about how like imagination everyone says imagination is limitless but there are a certain amount of things you can imagine because your brain can only comprehend an x amount of things because there's only certain things that there are things that are unfathomable that we can't conceive of like what well, that, here's the thing, Nathan. <laughs> I couldn't tell you if I wanted to. Yeah, no, but like, so maybe it's that. Just eventually, they would. Someone would be like, <clears throat> "Big bird, wings, fire." That could be. That could be something. Well, given enough time, anything would happen. Supposedly, it's like that fucking that saying, which I can't stand. That like, you put like a fucking an infinite number of monkeys. You know, somewhere with an infinite number of typewriters and give them an infinite amount of time and at some point they will produce the entire works of Shakespeare. I'm like I I can see how that's true but it's not though. It's not true. Be a bit of a coincidence. for What if none of them want to do that? What if they all just go, we have all these but, typewriters but no, fuck but that. It's, but that. But that's the thing. It's, it's infinite Lawrence. So like they wouldn't want to do it at that point, but it's infinite. So the the idea is that because it's infinite, like eventually everything will happen because it's infinite. There's no end to it. So that means everything will happen. I don't like that. <laughs> at all. <laughs> that's, no, do I? <laughs> that's a daunting thought, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Um So the devil's here. <laughs> You've exhausted my mental capacity. I've no idea. Like I can't comprehend yeah. that. That's fucked. We're getting into deep themes on Still Got Legs this week. These guys are Torchwood? Yeah, the Torchwood archives though, so they're the nerds. Yeah, we're still Torchwood. Yeah. But the geeks of Torchwood. All right, send up the it's nerd ship. Toshiko's the geek of Torchwood. I'm, there's nothing wrong with Toshiko being the geek of Torchwood. What I'm saying is they're not like, they're not like military honchos, are they? Unless one of them is. Mr. One of them's the Mr. army guy. Mister Jefferson is. He's got a gun. He, he, well, he certainly has a gun. <laughs> yeah. That is something. I wouldn't say he's all that capable. <clears throat> but then no one from Torchwood really is. Why is he not capable? I don't know, he just seems like he's, he's got a gun. He's not got much ammo. He's not much use without it. I mean, he's getting old, he does say. 
You're making some weird points. No, I don't think so. Well, why is he not capable? Isn't wait, right? It's not that he's not capable. It's just that he doesn't do much of it. He he sacrifices himself. That's very honourable, obviously. He shoots like, the youth. Yeah, once. Your favourite part of the episode. I mean, yeah, I was cheering, don't get me wrong. But after that, he doesn't do much. I wouldn't what, what say any of them are like to... proper legend soldiers. <laughs> right. Do, I don't do... like you tonight. You've got, you're making <laughs> weird points. I'm not making weird points. I don't like the way you're just coming for Mr. Jefferson like this. Look, I've got nice things to say about Mr. Jefferson as well. So we'll get we'll get there. All right, but yeah, they are torchwood. They're like a what? What? One day we need to write out a timeline of tor- the Torchwood Institute and like what shapes it takes throughout the centuries. Why? Because I feel like every time that Torchwood is mentioned, it's like these guys are from a version of Torchwood that's in London and it's just like in an office building. But then Jack is in Torchwood when it's like three ragtag people running around in like I don't know the fucking 1900s or whatever and then it's a bunch of people in Wales under the thing like I feel like it just changes every time and then it's Queen Victoria's house like I don't know I feel like it's always a different version of it no there just is different versions of it well so there's like different factions of Torchwood well there's the one in London in Canary Wharf is Torchwood 1 Right. Um, I think Jax is Torchwood 3, maybe, or Torchwood 4. I don't know. Um, I know he mentions that there's one in Glasgow, which is like one guy in an office, I think. Um, and then he says he's like weird or something. He's um, weird. He's weird. <laughs> there's one weird guy in Glasgow. Yeah, like They've set him guy. up with a laptop. Yeah. Um... But yeah, there's there's different factions. And also like I feel like Torchwood like ended. Well, the TV show did, but like yeah. as like an organization, I feel like it it died as it well. Di- it died in at the end of the show, Torchwood, right? Yeah, but but this is like well into the future. So, I don't know, maybe it came back, who knows. But maybe they had infinite time and they just put the <clears> same two words together again. But they're completely unrelated. That would be one hell of a coincidence. <laughs> yeah, like monkeys making Shakespeare yeah. or something. Yeah. Look, I, I really, you really, I'm thinking about that still. Like, I genuinely don't, don't like it. that concept. I don't like it either. I also, it's it's not true as well. I'll tell you well, something that all, is true. Oh, all right. Toby is a virgin. <laughs> you are 26 years old yeah. and, you, and you just said Toby is a virgin and then just giggled to yourself <laughs> with the biggest smile on your face I just, no it, right it's not the fact that he's a virgin that's fine I don't mind yeah. I think yes. Toby might mind a bit yeah. but it doesn't bother me but I like it in the context of the devil being like you can't close your eyes at night without seeing the face of the wife you failed and the doctor burdened by 
killing his own race. Rose, you'll you'll die soon. The girl so far away from her home. Toby, you fucking virgin. And and then the next one, like it, it's so out of place. It just was, like flames yeah. Toby. It was quite out of pocket for the devil. It was just pretty much like everyone got this sort of like spiritual kind of like deep lore connected with their past and their trauma and then it was just virgin yeah <laughs> but that, that's what i'm saying it's yeah. like yeah just out of the blue everyone, yeah, I, everyone do, I do like that um those snippets we get though i do like that there's there's hints of the, these these characters pasts that we mm. don't really explore to be honest that like you know um the boy who lied what does that mean? What did he lie about? What, yeah. what, what happened? And then uh, the scientist who ran from daddy or something, like what happened there? And then she even says like, she's got like where she's from, there was this church and her mother was a part of it maybe. And there, and it's like talks about like the violence of men and that sort of stuff. And that yeah. was very interesting as well. If you think about like the father thing again, like maybe those are connected. So so yeah, interesting stuff there. Interesting concepts. Interesting little teases. And I, I that, and and I quite like that they stay teases. I I kind of like the idea that like this crew have been together a long time, but I still feel like they barely know anything beyond the surface about each yeah. other. Yeah. Like even even when even when that girl <clears throat> died last week, like they all... forgot about her. Yeah, same. Yeah, <laughs> but they <laughs> but they. It, it kind of dawned on me once I, after that scene. The only thing that they really say is that she was 20 years old. And I'm like, you'd think someone would have a few more touching words if they'd been friends for this time. But they probably just don't know the first thing about each other. Mr. Jefferson read a bit of poetry. He did. Yeah. I Good like Mr. Jefferson. You hate him. Um, I'm coming round on him now. Look, um, speaking of that moment, we do get the first hint um, at Rose's fate. Like, you just yes. mentioned it there. The... The valiant child who will die in battle so very soon. Where are Interesting. You, where are you at with this? Not to not to push it forwards. Maybe if there's people listening. No along spoilies. That... No spoilies. Yeah, no spoilies. But where are you at with that? Because this is the first of a few teases, I think. Define. What like, do you mean? No, no. Actually, no. Bad point. It's hard to talk about without spoiling anything. No, we can try. Go on. We'll, all right, we'll try and get around it. Everyone's seen it. It's already watched. Come on. All right. We know where Rose ends up. I'll still do it yeah. somewhat vague. We know where Rose ends up. Yeah. And I, we know I, how... I'm also like 99% sure we've talked about this in past episodes anyway. Probably. She doesn't so die. What? All right. Is, is that what you're saying? Like, where yeah. am I at with yeah. the hints that she'll die and then she doesn't die? Yeah, basically. That is fucking Doctor Who 101, mate. <laughs> They're always like, oh, she died. They're going to die or whatever. But, like, not really. It's, I'm fine with it. It is what it is. It's true. Yeah. And, I'm there's, and there's, and if you think about it, there is ways to around that. And there is ways to make that make sense as well. She was on the list of the dead. That's exactly what I was thinking. Yes. Yeah, that's true. So, yeah. Maybe the devil only knew that part. <clears throat> hey, he doesn't know about Parallel Earth. It's true. He's, just done, he's done a quick bit of reading. Like, I need to flame these guys. I know Toby's a virgin, but what have I got on Rose? <laughs> oh, hang on. Does Toby rinse himself? Because well, he's he technically the anything. devil a bit. Well, yeah, actually true. Yeah. <laughs> Self-sabotage for the, for the bit. Well, he's not, he's not the devil. 
he's he's got the devil in him. You put yeah. the devil in me, like Tallulah said. Um, <laughs> that was a reference. That was a deep cut. <laughs> I don't know if it was a deep cut, but it was a cut. It certainly um, was a cut, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, what was I saying? <laughs> I, I, this is so stupid, but I really like the idea of... This is like a fucking Key and Peele sketch in my head. Just, I'm just thinking about this now. But I like the idea of that, of everything playing out like he did. Like the the boy who lied, the valiant child dying battle, the virgin. And then Toby's going, who's that? <laughs> <laughs> the virgin. I don't know about you guys, but I'd hate to be that guy. Yeah. We've all had sex. <laughs> that weren't me. Yeah. What about you, ethics boy? Is that you? Uh, That'd be very fun. good. Um, <laughs> that's how I would have written it if I did this episode. It's a good thing we're not writers for that. <laughs> no, I'd have just put in bad over the top comedy. <laughs> I I I have a theory that Toby also overcompensates for that as well. <clears throat> like I I feel like he everyone everyone in the room right. Let's be honest, mm. they all know a little bit about each other. They probably all got the vibes that Toby wasn't laying any game. And then, but then Rose comes in, and Rose is the only one that's being nice to him. And then the devil mm. just outright is like, "Virgin, no sex, Toby," just rinses yeah. him in front of Rose. So when he's in that vent, he's got a little compliment to pay Rose, hasn't he? Well, no. Yeah. I wouldn't say it's a compliment. No, all right, but he, he, he I feel like he's it's more cheeky than anything else. I got a note here that says Toby not a fan of Rose's bunder. No, no, he's a fan. He said it could be worse. Yeah, that's what you say. Yeah. Could be yeah. as in his view is not bad. His, sorry, his view is bad. That's what he's saying. No, it could be. Oh, you know, like, yeah. oh, it could be worse. Yeah. Because Rose says, Rose says to Danny, not your best, not your best angle, Danny. And he's like, oi. And then Toby goes, I don't know, it could be worse. And then there's a very gratuitous shot of Rose's ass, And then... And then Rose is like, "Oi," saying that he, he's saying that her art, that he doesn't like the sight of her ass. I, I see. So I see where you're coming from, and I see where I'm coming from. In in the I'm coming the from the point of language. No, no, and, I'm and coming what from what language the point of, means. No, you know the expression. Ah, it could be worse. Like, you know, like it could, could be, be worse does not mean good. No, it doesn't mean good, but it means like it's it's that funny thing of like. I'm trying to. He's people... not saying. I know what you mean. I know what you mean. He's not saying Rose could be worse. He's not saying Rose's ass could be. Worse. I, I hate saying that. He's not saying <laughs> Rose's bottom. Could Rose's be worse. derriere. Yeah. He's not saying that could be worse. He's saying that because she's got the view of Danny's bum. It could be worse because he's got the view of her bum. So he's saying that Danny's bum is better than Rose's. This is a ridiculous conversation. <laughs> no, this is what we do here. We break this stuff down. We, we break this shit down. We get to the nitty gritty. You went very northern there. You said Rose's bum. Bum. You said bum. 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 You've got you've Shut cycled up. through three ways of saying, but I know you're from everywhere on the in the UK. But fuck you know. Do you see what I'm saying though? I get what you're saying, but I also think he only brings it up for a little bit of you know when you like you insult someone as like a little flirty. Ooh, look at me. See now you're getting into the realm of flirtatious banter. 
Which is no what I point, think this is. But why? Because at no point has anything like that been... I, I reckon Toby and the devil are working together on this one. Toby needs to Toby needs to reset his public image because he's been flamed <laughs> for being a virgin. And the devil is just a little naughty, randy man. So I reckon they're both <laughs> controlling Toby's mouth and they're like, nice bum, Rose. We get to the bottom uh, of it. Well, the, the, no, because they're not <laughs> saying that. <laughs> <laughs> no one says nice bum Rose. They say oh. the opposite. All right, I tell you what. Let's let's stop talking about Rose's bum. Let's talk about Danny's farty bum. What? Why? Okay, it, it lets rip, doesn't it? Great. If I was in the vent, I'm not letting rip. You know, that's my worst nightmare. Like situations <laughs> like that. What? What? Well, being in a vent? Yeah. Well, just oh. being in like tight enclosed spaces. I have like claustrophobia. So, like, the idea of, like, crawling through tight spaces, fucking hate it. Can't stand it. All right, I see where you're at now. I, yeah, I apologize for laughing. I thought you immediately meant someone farting in your face in a vent. <laughs> what? Okay. Well, I mean, that's not any better, I guess. Yeah, could be worse. But, um, yeah, I don't like it. I see, like, TikToks of, like, people, like, caving, and they're just, like, crawling through the fucking tiniest spaces, and they uh. just... I don't understand how you can do that. It just it ugh, makes my skin crawl. We're immediately at a disadvantage because we're not getting through any tight spaces. No, it's true. We we get stuck before we even got into the cave. <laughs> you know when you know in recess when the teacher needs the butter to get through the window. That's us. <laughs> That's us going caving. <laughs> get the butter. We're, we're dead in this caving. situation, aren't we? Like we are fucking dead. Oh, we're we're dead ages ago, mate. Do you reckon? Yeah. Yeah, so the captain's like, everyone run, get here, and me and you would just been like, nah. <laughs> See you later. <laughs> Into the black hole with us. <laughs> we'll take we'll take our chances. Look, actually saying that, we wouldn't have got on the rocket. This is a fool's errand that everyone knows it. No, it's true. It's true. Um, all right. Um, I I like the part before they all get into the vent, there's the moment of like um them all like going through the plan trying to figure out what they're going to do and like rose kind of takes on the role of the doctor here she like takes charge of the situation she's like putting she's giving everyone their jobs and that sort of thing she's talking them all through it she even sounds like him i at one point as well she like says uh i think she calls like mr jefferson sir yeah this is crap i'm gonna just read my next note and we are on the wavelength Rose comes into her own as a doctor surrogate, good to watch her take charge. She walks smoother and glides around. Then she says, Danny boy and Mr. Jefferson, sir. There you go. That is, yeah. I, but it's, I love that for her. Like, yeah. it's it's just good to watch her. The doctor's not here, so she can be like, I get to do all of the fun stuff. She gets to take charge and yeah. have fun with it all. Yeah. And yeah. she's good. She's good. She's good at it. That's the thing. She, she does a very good job. She really holds her own. And I feel like she, like... She does more than, like, because it would be easy just to have her be like, here's the plan, everyone, and have a little bit of a quirky nature to her in the way she says it. But she actually yeah. keeps people, she does the doctor job. She keeps people, like, she's like, look, the doctor was right, and it separated the doctor from us. We can't hear the doctor now because he was talking sense, and the devil wants us to still be scared. Like, yeah. she's she's coming at it from a very, like, it, look, if if we're calm, most of us can get through this. And most of them do. Like, what well, enough of them do for that pretty fucked situation. Yeah. But I think without Rose Most in that situation, don't. they're dead. 
Most of them don't. Most of them die. <laughs> well, if, no, they've, if they've talking, got Ida. They've got Jefferson. If we're talking numbers in terms of like the overall team, I think most of them died, didn't they? Not from. I'm talking about from picking up where we start in this situation. Okay, then fair. Yeah, from fair. when Rose has the situation under her control. Yeah. But in terms of landing last week, yeah, most of them are dead. Not, not to mention the fifty ood as well. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Um, I so so yeah, they caught they're crawling through the vents. The ood catch up to them. Uh, we do uh, we do send out the fanfare for um, for Mister Jefferson, who does sacrifice himself in quite a. I quite I found his last moments kind of just a bit gutting like the the it feels like it's more of a natural way to go suffocating rather than getting zapped with the ood ball thing yeah i'd Um, rather suffocate you pass out don't you you'd pass out within a few seconds anyway so i think so So, like help me out on this because maybe i'm being stupid is it removing the oxygen because they're in space is that removing like is that gonna like depressurize the space they're in as well like is he gonna get folded into a fucking atom or is he just going to suffocate and pass out <laughs> no, I think you'll just suffocate and pass out yeah okay like, I know what Doctor Who will say he does but like in space theoretically if there's no air he should be size of a raisin yeah but he's not in space he's in a vent true alright fine <laughs> oh yeah I suppose they're not bringing the space atmosphere into that room are they yeah no they're just removing the oxygen alright fine okay yeah <laughs> I'm just checking if he should have died in a more gruesome way. <laughs> <laughs> um, interesting line when they say um, the computer doesn't register Ood as proper life forms. Very telling. Very, very interesting line. Um, not something that's really touched upon, but it's, it's just something there to like, just the, again, just how they view the Ood, basically. Just the whole fucking, the viewpoint on them, just not nice at all really yeah and it also like it, it only bites them in the arse it would have been very yeah. helpful to have them as life forms exactly yeah they're hindered by their own uh prejudice really yeah so, i think rose does yeah. call it out a little bit she's like whose fucking genius idea was that yeah yeah well yeah no i didn't take that into before. That's, <clears throat> that does make a lot of sense um well, I, well let's we've, we've done a lot of that stuff what's what's going on down in the pit the doctor is so the doctor's on the edge. He's talking about the temptation, the urge to jump. Um, I do not have the urge to jump. No, they not talk in about slightest. this a lot. They talk about like you know the it comes from when we were like primates swinging through trees. We've all got that urge to jump to survive and all that sort of stuff. Not me. I must be built different because <laughs> you put me on the edge of anything and I am backing up as much as possible. Yeah. Get me to safe ground, man. I would be, this sounds morbid, but if I've got 60, 60 minutes before I, you know, suffocate in space. Yeah. And I know that there's no way out of it. I'm going to be like, what's, the, I basically, I'm going to spend an hour figuring out what's the, the easiest way I can die without feeling much pain. Like, I'm not going to be like, better jump down this hole so that maybe the devil can kill me. And also getting further away from the ship that is my only chance of survival. Yeah. Look. Yeah. I just don't like heights. Yeah, I don't like I fuck I hate heights. I um Yeah. Uh, fun little side point. I was at the top of the Empire State Building and Ben uh pushed not Ben, Chinapen, um 
wait, this is wrong pronunciation. Not Ben China Pen, but the um, uh, my friend Ben. He pushed me, but like, you know, when you're like, oh, I got you, one of them. Mm. Yeah, he got me one of them on the top of the Empire State Building, and I yeah, but genuinely the, the Empire cried. State. The Empire State Building, though, there's railings that are, like, bigger than your head. Yeah, but the the fear... No, they're, they're, they're like... They're about five foot. You could like, you can climb it if you needed to. But it was, this, was, this was about nine years ago, so maybe they're bigger now. But what I'm saying is, I... In your mind, a fear of heights will tell you that one gentle nudge is going to topple me over this six-foot fence, and I'm going to magically fall over the other one, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, didn't like it. Not a fan. So no, I'm not, I'm not you. I'm not jumping this. I I didn't go to the Empire State when I was in New York. I went to the top of um, the World Trade Center, one World Trade Center, um, which is I think it's the tallest building in New York now, um, and that was good. But you was inside with that though. There's like a there was a big glass fucking wall. A window is what they're called. Um, <laughs> so, so so you was pretty safe, like. That that was okay because I was you know I was safe and cozy, um, but but yeah. Did you ever do the Sky Garden in London? No. They take those. They have the windows, but they take you right to the edge. Like if you look down, you're just looking down at ground. No fun. When we lived in London, we used to go to the um, the O2 a lot because that was our cinema. We used to go to the mm. cinema there. Um, and you'd always see the advert of people climbing the O2. Um, oh, God, yeah. And, yeah, and sometimes you occasionally saw them, you'd just be walking past them, and, you, and they'd be going up there in their little weatherproof jackets or whatever, and I was like, fuck no, man. And the O2's not even tall. It's relatively small, but just, I don't want to go there. It's just a tent, man. Do you know the thing that gets me about that is it's there's no straight edges. If I slip, yeah. I'm just sliding Fortnite style down the hill, like yeah. until I just crash into something hard. Yeah, that, I'm not. And that. you don't have uh, an ancient civilization cushion in your fall. <laughs> it's true, and I don't have yeah. the the captors granting safe passage vaguely, or something. No. Yeah. Uh, anyway. Um. Yes, the doctor does fall. Um, and he's and he's alive. Um, and then we get fucking. Um, how did I? How did I pronounce? How did I say it in my notes? Um. Ah, yes, the devil out here looking like a PS2 God of War boss. <laughs> <laughs> Very elegant. I just. Yeah. I. I. I summed it. <laughs> Very, it's very good. <laughs> I I summed it up by saying, I I like how ambitious the episode is, and I appreciate that they just went like there was a conversation in the BBC at some point where someone just went, look, it's gonna look like shit, but it, it is what it is. Like, <laughs> there's no attempt to hide it. Like it's in no. full plain view. Yeah, I, I, you could have. No, they couldn't have. No, they couldn't <laughs> have. <laughs> I was going to say, maybe you could have just like painted a guy, put some makeup on someone, and just like show him close up or summer. But no, what, like the, no, the pick of destiny been... in the Tenacious yeah. D movie? Dave Grohl in that. That's um, it, yeah. Yeah. Uh, not, yeah. Not great. Not, <laughs> not, not great. 
it doesn't look great. And I also think the scene is a bit lame in general. Like, oh, I don't know about that. No, I, I, I appreciate it and I like what it's doing, but I, I feel like the concept of the devil and him taking over things and him being less less of an embodiment, more of an idea than an entity, that's more interesting to me than him being like, I'm in my shackles and I, I can't get out of this rock. I don't know. I I always enjoy a... Um... A tenth Doctor, a David Tennant, figuring something out, putting it together, yeah. putting the pieces together, and and trying to make sense of it. That's something I enjoy. Just when he gets a moment to chew some scenery and just monologue for a bit and go for it, I always enjoy that. So I, I do like that aspect of it, and I do like how he's like, I don't trust you, I don't trust them, but if there's one person I do trust, it's Rose. Yeah. And he and he yeah, and also. What a nice moment for him to have, considering, like, earlier he told Ida, like, when you get back, if you get back, tell Rose, and then stumbles, and then just goes, ah, she knows. Yeah. And it's like, he can't admit it to himself, and then when he's down in that pit, he can <clears> finally kind of... I don't think it's a lack of courage, like, he doesn't muster the courage to finally admit it, but he just kind of... He blurts it out of himself, like, despite of uh, despite himself, is that the phrase? I don't know. In spite Both of himself... Yeah, he's basically he says it and he's like, Oh fuck, I, I meant that kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um yeah, yeah, no, it's cool. Um So, so the devil looks like arse, but it's okay. Um The Devil I, I likes like... arse as well. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> um I would have gone for overall though. Um back up on the base, um they get out of the vent, Toby does a little shush to the Ude to stop them uh following them. Here's my question. How the fuck did Rose and Danny not see that? They're like, they're like looking straight at him. Come on, come on, come on. He doesn't move. He just turns to them and goes, shush. Like, they can see you, my guy. Like, <laughs> Danny's too busy farting. Uh, I don't know what Rose is doing. Um, she's staring at him. <laughs> That's what she's doing, Lauren. She's staring at him, telling him to hurry up. Here's my question. And I don't know if this makes this guy a good actor or a bad actor. Who? Toby. Toby? Yeah. Because when he's the devil. Yes. And he's got that. We spoke about it last week. His big cheesy grin. Yes. And his little evil little finger to the lips kind of thing. Yes. Great. Right? Yes. <laughs> I've heard the voice. Good. Yes. Well done. <laughs> no. Absolutely great stuff. I don't know if when he's just Toby, he's in. I know he's intentionally being a bit of a like a loser and a bit of a little wet blanket kind of character. Yeah. But I also feel like he's just like far less charismatic and compelling. Like even as a loser, you can be charismatic. You think he's less... Wait. I, I feel like he forgets to act when he's Toby. But when he gets to be this little devil, he's like proper screen presence. He's like great. Proper cheesy oh, villain. I disagree. I think it's the contrast that works so well. The fact that he doesn't really have charisma when he's Toby is what kind of works for him. He's just this weird, bumbling nerd who can't like make sense of it, really. Yeah, I like I, it. I know what you mean. I think I'm more like... I, I feel like I'm not talking about him playing a nerd because I get the intention between like take the weakest guy about? and make him the devil. I'm talking about like his actual... The the Adamification of Doctor Who extras. Oh, this is no Adam. This is no Adam. No, I know it's not an Adam, but like in a in the same vein as Adam, I feel like he's very BBC him himbro kind of 
man of the era, not much to him. No, I massively disagree. Fair. I, I don't know what you're getting at, but I liked him. No, I like him. I, I do, and I do think the contrast. What, works then, what well. are you trying to say? I'm confused by your like, point. Like he's he's there's not much to him as Toby, even though like I feel like he is. But there is. Like what 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 do you want from him? Let's try and break this down. Like genuinely, I can't, I'm not trying to make a grand point about his character or anything. I just think I don't think he's a good actor when he's just playing Toby. Like we've seen compelling nerds. Like we've like I would argue like fucking 11th hour Rory is a bit of a compelling nerd. We're not there yet. No, I know. But like, what I'm saying is you can have a bit of a meek and mild loser with still a bit of screen presence to him. I just feel like he's not... Maybe the actor like finds less to chew on in the character of Toby and more to chew on in the character of the devil, which makes sense. But I just feel like he doesn't... He's not as good of an actor when he's just playing meek and mild Toby. I gotta say, this is the worst point you've ever made on Doctor on Still Got Legs. I'll take. Don't agree at all. Okay. I'll take. I'll take, man. I apologise to everyone for wasting your time. <laughs> I disagree wholeheartedly. That that is fine. I I, I <laughs> will respect it. Um, what else is going on? So they the, they they get onto the ship. Yeah, they get on the they ship. Get onto and they get onto the start ship. Fucking off. They um the Uda dead or whatever. The Uda passed out. Um, they get onto the ship. Rose, the the ship flies. Well, they drug Rose. Not a fan of that. They drug Rose and put her on the ship. Um, and then they start to fly off and everything. I don't know if it's probably like I don't know if it's like um appropriate to cheer and holler as you're taking off. But given the situation, like. <laughs> read the room you know but yeah sure like yeah they're getting away they're free or whatever i can i can see it but still you know i like, understand the personal sense of accomplishment poor taste though isn't it like, it is a bit yeah just, like there's just a bit like all of what i would do what i feel like in that scenario i would do the cheer and then i turn around to everyone else who's cheering and go we all agree in the biographies we're gonna write when we're home we none of us cheered <laughs> we never met we all it got in a... and took off our caps it was a solemn takeoff, <laughs> and I we all bowed read our poetry heads. <laughs> and said a few words whilst we went off. Yeah. Um, anyway, they're going into space, and then like Rose, she has a freak out or whatever. But then there's there's a really good moment, and I've never picked up on this before until I watched it here again today. But then Rose is starting to figure it all out. Mm. She's starting to put two and two together and be like, "We shouldn't have got away. This doesn't make any sense." Like. The devil wants to get back to Earth. The devil wants to get away. And then Toby just goes, Rose, shut up. Yeah. He tells her to shut up. And I'm like, oh, that's clever. Yeah. That's clever, man. He le- Also, I don't think it's as, as as blunt as you're retelling. Like, he leans in and he's like, shut up. Yeah. Like, proper, like, spills it out of himself. Mm. I've, yeah. That, but that, that, this is what I'm saying about Toby. I, I, this is my L take. I understand. But Stop like- coming back to this L take, man. We moved on. He's good. <laughs> No, it's like it's it's immediately more presence and more cool. Like he's he feels like he weighs more. Like he's got a bit of gravitas to him. But that's just the contrast, though. That's that shows that he is a good actor because it's the contrast between the two parts. The dual role. Tweet us. Let me know if this is an L take. It is an L take. No, yeah. not you. You're not allowed to have a take. You've given I'm gonna yours. I'm going to tweet you. I'm going to tweet you. Say L take. 
um, yeah, the Toby. Uh, yeah, the devil. The devil Toby tells her to shut up. Um, yeah, Rose. Speaking of getting folded into a raisin. Well, if I'm the captain then, of this little takeoff ship, I'm like you. I don't care if that's the devil. You shoot that window. We're <clears> fucked <throat> with a capital F. Well, they had like shields or whatever. Yeah, but the fact that the captain is drawing enough breath to be able to go, shields, <laughs> in itself, it's just not happening. No, it's fine. Yeah, it's Doctor Who hand wave it. I get it. Yeah, it's it's whatever. Um, yeah, she uses Chekhov's bolt gun. They um, mm. they get away. Um, Toby flying out into space looks good. Yeah. And the devil looks like ass. So, like, I don't know. Humans Maybe are easier just... to CG render, I suppose. It's true. Yeah. Well, that's not CG. No, but like they've got him there, and they've. It's. A, I suppose it's easier to cut him out. Yeah. And just put him on a in a in a little space background. I think it would have been better if it was Chekhov's mm. stool from the opening. You know, you know where she gets cornered with the oods. I think it'd be better if Rose went fucking have this picked up, and she was on the stool and threw that at the window instead. Where's she pulling this stool from? In the cockpit of the rocket. It's on the ship. What, why is it on the ship? They brought it in case they encountered any more ood. All right, Lawrence is in a silly mood. <laughs> um, <laughs> rip to the ood, because yes. that like one shot of them all looking terrified as they fell into the black hole was fucking awful. <laughs> I hated that, man. Yeah, it weren't great. Um, yeah. Just yeah. dead. Gone, ripped into pieces. Yeah, yeah, that, that, it's a solemn day. It is. <laughs> it sheds more light on their cheer, doesn't it? Yeah. Anyway, the doctor saves the day. He's found the TARDIS. Uh, I, I think the alive. TARDIS finds him. Yeah, probably the TARDIS finds him. He's able to get out. He can. The Time Lords invented black holes or whatever, so he isn't affected by it that's convenient he was um, he's fucking sleeping on that fact for a while wasn't he yeah he's like the doctor he's like the entire conflict of the past two episodes have been this ship is maybe slowly going to fall into a black hole and the doctor's like nah, not yet i'll save it for a juicy moment i think <laughs> well he didn't have a tardis to be fair no but like it got professor x immediately so like that's true yeah he, w- he wasn't much use without fucking the good ship TARDIS, was he? That's true, yeah. Um, and yeah, there we go. Um, Rose is back on the TARDIS. She tells the Doctor. They have that moment where she says, uh, again, they talk about the death. Um, said I was going to die in battle. And then he says, it lied. And all I am saying is denial is a river in Egypt. <laughs> Very good, yeah, yeah. It, but what I like that tease because it's effective in the way that it's like it comes about after the episode's conflict is over. So it like it works yeah. as like a it's something to come. It, it lets you know that it's still hanging in the air. Like, yeah, it wasn't just talking about this episode. It's it's something looming. Um, I will say, and I, I I'm curious if this is enough for you that they learn their lesson a little bit because the captain registers the Ood as deceased life as they fly off. No. Um, <laughs> you no. killed him, bro. It's, it's basically just fucking listing missing stock at that point. Like, <laughs> oh, fuck. It's, yeah. 
<laughs> and also, is he just going to sit there and do all 50? Nah, he's going to wait. Like like with the autobiography, the, the biography stuff, they're going to be like, we're going to wait till we get out of the doctor's earshot and then we're, I'm going to stop. Ood 1, Alpha 1, deceased. Ood 1, Alpha 2, deceased. And the rest. Yeah, the rest, um, you can safely assume they were also yeah. deceased. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they they got out of the doctor's earshot and they were like, "Look, the biographies were all right, and we didn't clap." And I wrote and I listed all the ood. <laughs> These are fundamental yeah. details that cannot be skipped over. Anyway, the point is, the day is saved, and the doctor got away with his brand new spacesuit, which he will keep. He will, and I'm so excited to see what Rose and the Doctor are up to next week. I too am excited to see a whole episode about Rose and the Doctor. But we'll talk about that next week, Lawrence, because right now it's time for... Weirdo of the Week! Weirdo! This is everyone's favourite part of the show where we get the chance, nay the privilege, to take a look back at some of the weird and wonderful and grubby little characters who come across our screens each and every week in this silly little show called Docky Who. Lawrence, who is your weirdo that you are choosing to celebrate this week? So I've been excited about sharing this weirdo with you all episode, and it's only now dawning on me that I genuinely think you might get a bit cross. Genuinely, <laughs> maybe not genuinely, but I think you might disallow it. And if you do, I have no other options. So, with Continue. that being said, well, can I get a green light pass on then before I? Well, no, not until I've heard it. No, no, I need to hear it first. Okay, I can't give you a pre-green light. <laughs> All right, that's well, like you, saying you give me don't a pre-assurance. You're not going to get cross. Yeah, exactly. This, this is what I was about to say. This is like saying you have to promise you won't get mad before I tell him. Like, how can I do that? Like, <laughs> you got to tell me, and then I'll have my reaction. All right, my weirdo of the week, because there will be so many weirdos to come, and I don't want it to go unnoticed. I'm getting in early. Elton is my weirdo of the week. No, no, <laughs> no you're right. I am cross. I am angry. No. Absolutely not. The next time trailer is not part <laughs> of the episode. No. There's too many no. weirdos next week, and th and this week there is an there is less weirdos. I don't care. I, it's the weirdo of the week, Lawrence. You gotta pick one. He's my weirdo of every week. <laughs> no, no, absolutely not. Oh, fine. My weirdo of the week is. Um, uh, I am. Um, it's gonna be. It's gonna be the devil, because whenever he gets cross and someone proves him wrong, he just starts going. I am the night. I am the darkness. I'm the blah blah blah, and he has nothing to say, so he just gets cross. That's my weirdo. Great job. Um, my real <sighs> weirdo is Elton. No, it's not. No, he's not in the episode. <laughs> um. Okay. Uh, <laughs> talking like mine is any better. Um, <laughs> my weirdo for this week is Silas Carson. Who the fuck? You may be asking, Lawrence, who is Silas Carson? Yeah. 
I hear you ask. Uh, Silas Carson is the voice actor who plays the Ood. And the reason he is my weirdo for this week is for the choice he made in 1999 when recording dialogue for The Phantom Menace. Oh my the choice God. he made uh, for the voice of Newt Gunray. Um, <laughs> And that, and that, actually hey, him. Yes, and, and I'm and that, look, I'm I'm not gonna do the voice. I'm not gonna play the voice. All I would say is just familiarize yourself. Go on YouTube, familiarize yourself with some Newt Gunray scenes from the Phantom Menace, and um, you you tell me if anything sticks out about that voice. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like mine has to be allowed after that. That is such a far cry. <laughs> no, because mine is at least in the episode. No, no, yes, no. Silas Carson is my weirdo. My reasons may not be in the episode, but Silas Carson is. All right, fine. I'm changing my weirdo of the week is the Doctor because at an undisclosed point in his future, he's going to meet and put trust in a man called Elton, and no one should trust Elton. You're not having this. Because he is no. a pavement fucker. Lawrence, <laughs> why are you giving away next week's episode? Because I'm dreading it. And I know that certain people listening are, are, are excited to hear us lose our minds over it. And I'm not excited to just watch this. I can't wait. <sighs> I can wait. I can wait many moons. It's going to be a hoot. I might get some chicken in just for the occasion. Do you get it? No, because it smells like chicken. Or taste, tastes like chicken. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> smells like chicken, everyone. Oh no. <laughs> thank you, thank you very much for listening. Uh, we have another podcast as well. It's called Another Happy Pod. Episodes go out at ten a.m. every Friday. Uh, we've just done Ted Lasso season three. We're going to be doing Across the Spider Verse, so strap in for that. It will be a good time. Uh, that can... is very true, Lawrence. But. In regards to this show, people can review it. So please tell us how. Oh, well, of course. Well, since you asked so kindly. Uh, you are probably listening to this through your podcast provider of choice. What that podcast provider probably has in place is a review system where you can um, review the show as a whole. Um, now, whilst we may not have finished with the show and it is still an ongoing project, we would appreciate it if you could cast your current opinion as to the status and quality of said show uh usually depicted through a five star system um so that would probably be a five star if we were to be asked and if you were to be asked we'd appreciate you giving a little five star as well follow us we are on twitter at still got legs pod we are also on twitter at another happy pod uh so yeah you can interact with us there have a little fun time uh what else can they do uh, love themselves. That's true. Never apologize for who they are, and give us a big old kiss. Oh, is this the first episode we're recording in Pride Month too? No. Is it not? Second. No, last week's was, I believe. Well, then everyone will remember last week when we said Happy Pride. Um, but that to... was on another Happy Pod. Yeah, I know, Nathan. I know. Oh. I'm just gaslighting everyone. <laughs> Happy Pride is what I'll say. Gaslight, gatekeep, girl boss. Nice.